With WXPR News, I'm Katie Thorson. Rebecca Blank, the former chancellor of the University of Wisconsin in Madison, has died. Blank's death Friday came less than a year after she announced that she had an aggressive form of cancer. She was 67 years old. Blank's illness forced her to step aside last July from a new job as president of Northwestern University. In Madison, Provost Carl Schulz says Blank was a transformational leader who served during challenging times at the University of Wisconsin. Blank was credited with creating a program that guarantees scholarships and grants for students from households with an income of $65,000 or less. Packers Sanitation Services, a cleaning service headquartered in Wisconsin, has been fined $1.5 million for hiring minors. AP correspondent Lisa Dwyer reports. The Department of Labor says one of the country's largest cleaning services for food processing companies employed more than 100 children in dangerous jobs at 13 meatpacking plants across the country, some as young as 13 years old. The agency says that Wisconsin-based Packer Sanitation Services, Inc. has paid over $1.5 million in civil penalties. At least three of those miners were injured on the job, burned by caustic cleaning chemicals at the JBS plant in Grand Island, Nebraska. The 13 plants were in Arkansas, Colorado, Indiana, Kansas, Minnesota, Nebraska, Tennessee, and Texas. The agency says that it's seen about a 50% increase in child labor violations since 2018. I'm Lisa Dwyer. Republican lawmakers have authorized an audit of the Wisconsin Department of Safety and Professional Services. It follows years of the GOP rejecting calls to add staff to address service delays, even with a huge surplus of agency funds. Mike Moen reports. The staffing requests were made by Democratic Governor Tony Evers as the department amassed a $47 million surplus from fees. But DSPS needs legislative approval to hire more workers. Alcohol and drug counselor Sarah Warrenin says she has encountered long delays in getting her professional license because of the standoff. She moved to Wisconsin to qualify for student loan forgiveness, but the license is required. And getting all the credentials hasn't been easy. Because I don't have the full license, I can't get the student loan forgiveness. I feel like I'm wasting time. The Joint Legislative Audit Committee recently voted for a nonpartisan audit to review all aspects of the department. The committee's Republicans voted in favor of the audit, and Democrats voted no. A key Republican declined to say whether agency positions would be added in the state budget. I'm Mike Moen. Four medical students are getting $450,000 in scholarships through the Aspirus Scholars Program. The concept is that Aspirus helps pay for medical school and offer support. In return, the student comes to work for rural hospitals in Wisconsin and the UP. It's something that is needed as Aspirus, like many rural healthcare systems, struggles to find physicians, according to Aspirus VP of System Philanthropy, Lana Scannell. I've had experience in healthcare. Um, I've been in healthcare my whole life as a career, and I, I just know how important it is to have good, qualified physicians. Coming from a small town myself, I'm from the Upper Peninsula originally, and I know how important it is and sometimes how difficult it can be to attract physicians to more rural communities. So I think having this Aspire Scholars Program that helps feed that pipeline is just so important. Lauren Wojak from Stevens Point is one of this year's Aspire Scholars. She's a first-year medical student at the Medical College of Wisconsin, Central Wisconsin campus. Being a first-generation medical student and being able to um, 
care for the people that once cared for me is really huge. Um, I really appreciate the opportunity to be able to give back to my own community that I grew up in. And being guaranteed a position with Aspirus is a really incredible opportunity. This is the seventh class of Aspirus scholars. Potential changes to regulations could make it easier for people to become foster parents. The Department of Health and Human Services and the Administration of Children and Families are pushing a new regulation that would make it easier for family members of children to become their foster parents. It's in an effort to keep families together. Taylor Ensign is a foster parent. There's definitely a need for giving these kids homes that are close to theirs, um, and we're keeping them as, as close as possible to family if they have it. Vilas County Social Services says that demand is high there. It's mostly due to some of the regulations the proposed law is looking to eliminate. Kate Gardner is the director of Vilas County Social Services. If there was a large sibling group, for example, that had to be um, taken in by, a, <clears throat> like, say, a grandma, she may not have the Um, the state required number of bedrooms for the kids based on the genders. Garner says it's all about reuniting the kids with their families, but that less regulation would certainly help foster them in the meantime. There is no timetable yet on when the proposed law could be brought before Congress, but the ACF is taking public comments on it until April. This story is courtesy of WAOW Television. The National Weather Service is warning people about several rounds of snow expected this week. The first comes this afternoon. Most of the region should expect an inch or two by tomorrow morning. Higher amounts are expected in Iron, Vilas, and Gogibic counties, which are currently under a winter weather advisory. Tuesday night into Wednesday morning, another round is expected to bring three to five inches of snow to the area, with higher snow totals towards Wassa. Then a third round is expected Wednesday afternoon through Thursday. This is WXPR News.